This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim Kelly is kicking it back out in the community. You know it. Going to events. It's nice to be out there, huh, Jim? Yeah, yeah. It was nice to get out. And uh, yesterday I was at Fanshawe College last night for the Ontario's Got Talent competition. So all the colleges had their own talent shows over like the last year and then the winners all traveled to Fanshawe to perform at the finals. They all go to London, Ontario. So colleges from across the Taz and Jim listening area sent representation to this competition. Yeah. Winner was a guy named Anthony from Conestoga. Uh, Conestoga College in Kitchener. He was a saxophone player. And you were one of the judges. Uh, you're Lionel Richie on American oh, big Idol. big time. Real judgmental out there. Were, were you positive or were you the jerk judge? Very positive. I'm an old man at a call. I'm not there to take anybody down. And it was also live stream too. Uh, so people were watching like across Ontario too. So no, I was being a nice guy. I was, it was in a good mood, had a couple beers. Yeah, it was a great night. Uh, so shout out to Anthony, the saxophone player, or as I like to call him, Tony Saxophony. It should be his new nickname. <laughs> Is it not his current no, stage name? No, but I'm going to tweet him and tell him and get on it. Cause that would be great, right? Tony Saxophony. <laughs> Way I'd, better than Kenny G. I'd buy a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Honey, happy Valentine's day. You're in for a treat. I've got two tickets to Tony Saxophone. Oh, you did not. <laughs> now headlining at the Luxor in Vegas, <laughs> Tony Saxophony. So what was he really good? He was good. Yeah, he's played uh, just some 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 jazz sax over some hip hop beats. Baker Street. He did. No, he didn't play anything I, I, I recognized. No careless whisper either. <laughs> but I met another cool guy who was there. He was like uh, also a judge. And was the host, and he was doing acts in between all the acts. He's a, a comedian slash magician named Wes Barker, and he's actually got a show on Netflix right now called Is It Cake? <laughs> Close. Big Trick Energy. Okay, here we are at Fanshawe College, and I'm joined by uh, magician, comedian, extraordinaire Wes Barker. Hello, man. Hey, man. Yeah, thanks for doing this show with me. Oh, my yeah. God. We just judged a talent contest, for those of you who didn't know. Uh, where are you from originally? Uh, originally from Vancouver. Uh, I live in Toronto now. Yeah. And you have a Netflix show called Big Trick Energy. Can you give me the elevator pitch that you gave to the Netflix people? I said, imagine if jackass, but then they did magic tricks. Okay, I'm intrigued. So, right? I'm intrigued. So it's, it's me and my four best buddies, and we're all magicians. And then, but we like magic a little bit funnier, a little bit crazier, a little bit prankier. So uh, it was an easy sell, man. We did a couple pitches, and a bunch of people wanted it, and then we went, went for True TV, aired in the States, and now it's just, it's everywhere. It feels like it's everywhere. So can you give me an example of like a trick? So I'm trying to picture what a jackass scenario slash a magic scenario would be. Okay, so like, my buddy Alex goes to do magic to these people. He thinks he's doing regular street magic with somebody. Well, we had paid every single person walking down the street. We had someone up there paying them not to react to anything he did to them. So, oh, so the he's out there. little jokers in there as well, kind of. Oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And then, uh, then uh, I, I went and I, I did an escape uh, where I was chained up inside a box. I had to escape before it exploded. Um, and my whole family's out. We're doing it at my dad's farm out in Vancouver, right? And uh, my whole family, everyone I went to high school with, I was all gathered in this farm huge thing i gotta get raised in the air in this huge box and i gotta escape all these chains before it explodes and then you know as we're going. right before we put the lid on it just explodes and my whole family <laughs> thought i'd die oh but then and then all of a sudden out of the smoke i'm rising out in an angel costume and yeah. up by a lip and uh it was just to mess with my family yeah my mom were any of them happy that you'd go 
Oh uh, yeah, a couple of them were like, yeah. <laughs> my mom, like, she was like, I had diarrhea for a week. <laughs> she was so mad. <laughs> she will never forgive me, ever, 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 ever. Uh, but if you stay to the very end of the episode, we show you the behind the scenes of how that one trick works. I love that you're revealing. I thought that was against the magician code. It is. And that, that we're, we're, we're supposed to be uh, we're supposed to be this sort of new age of magic. Like I said, it's pranks, it's jokes, it's jackass. Awesome. Big trick energy. Check them out on Netflix. We've got a rising star here, a good Canadian boy done well. Wes Barker, thank you for coming to London tonight. Thank you. This is the best. That does sound better than is it cake. <laughs> right? Is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> Scar in the fam with Wes Barker. <laughs> Big trick energy on Netflix. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Maybe you'll have some time to catch up on your favorite shows this weekend. Like the number one show in Canada right now on Netflix. Is it cake? Blows <laughs> my mind. You laughed, Jim. You, you didn't realize this was a real show and we were talking about it earlier in the week. But we have been watching Is It Cake videos now in the studio. <laughs> and it, there's something satisfying about when that knife cuts into something that doesn't look like it's cake, like a microwave or a, a coffee pot, and it turns out it is cake. Yeah. Three seconds. That's entertaining. Three seconds. How do you make yeah. an hour-long episode out of it? Well, they, they show them how they, how they bake the cakes. My, build, build suspense. My kids and I, we fast-forward through the baking part, and we go straight to the is-it-cake part of the show. Exactly. This is why it was a good trend on TikTok. It does not need to be a TV show. Listen. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about because the show is a huge hit. And when you think about the amount of people and money it takes to make like the scripted Netflix shows like Ozark, mm -hmm. for example, mm -hmm. Bridgerton. Sure, like, sure. They're spending millions and millions of dollars to produce these, these high-end dramas when all they have to do is make some cakes <laughs> and just as many people are watching and, and don't think Netflix hasn't figured that out already because check out these previews here for some upcoming shows on Netflix. From the producers of the hit Netflix show, Is It Cake, comes a new kind of show. Combining baking and pawning off your valuable items. Introducing Is It Pie? Where we pie you in the face or hit you with an item being pawned off for cash. We got ourselves a 1951 Mickey Mantle baseball bat. The very first bat he used when joining the New York Yankees. Now, Charlie, Is It Pie? It's pie. Okay, let's find out. Ow! <laughs> Oh, no, it was a bat. Also from the producers of the hit Netflix show, Is It Cake? Comes the newest dating slash cooking show, Is He Cake? Tiffany is on a date with David, and it's going well. It was so nice to get to know you. You're so sweet. And now it's time to find out, Is He Cake? No, I don't think he is. Okay, let's find out. Ooh, wrong! He is cake! But that's not all from Netflix. Introducing, will he make love to that pie? Well, we'll just tell your mother that, uh, that, uh, we ate it all. The answer is always yes. Netflix, we're running out of ideas. We would like to offer our support and congratulations 
to Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones, who has made a major life change over the past few months, Jim. Mm-hmm. He's 78 years old, and he has decided to quit smoking after 55 years of smoking. Uh, he says he's on the nicotine patches now. He's uh, and he's already feeling better. Like he's already got more energy. Uh-huh. He says he's got these clear lungs now, and uh, he says he's got a lot more air in the lungs. Weird. Uh, and in the voice, he sings backup as well. So he's got more stamina. Yeah, he sings lead on a couple of tunes as well. Does he? Oh, absolutely. Oh, nice. Uh, he. Uh, Oh, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. He says he's got more stamina, basically. And uh, the death of Charlie Watts really made him kind of reevaluate what he's putting into his body and how he's, he was treating himself. So he says he's got 10 times more win. He's ready to go. I'd be a little nervous. No question, smoking is bad for you. And the best uh, way to avoid the damage that smoking can cause to your body is never start smoking. Yeah, big time. But if you've been smoking for 55 years or doing anything for 55 years, and you're still alive. I mean, the joke is always Keith Richards, nothing can kill him, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd be worried about changing any th- part of my routine at that age. You, th- you, you think like removing cigarettes from his life is going to be like removing a Jenga block? And you just, even if <laughs> yes. it's a bad block, it might tumble everything over? <laughs> exactly. Maybe all that tar is holding them together. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah. You got mm. the booze that's pickled them and the tar that's holding them together. Mm-hmm. You take one of those things out and uh, it's like pulling the thread on a sweater that just keeps unraveling. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, bud. <laughs> Must be hard, though. He says it was really easy. He says he just he stopped and he didn't even pick a cigarette up again. He said it was very easy. I'm sure there's people who are trying to quit smoking who hear stories like that and they get so angry. Quitting smoking is easy. I've done it a thousand times. <laughs> That's an old Johnny Carson joke. But it's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Keith Richards, he's not ready to retire. He, he said this in a recent interview. Um, you know how all these classic rockers are selling their music catalogs? Mm-hmm. Basically, they know they're going to die at some point, and they don't trust their families to control their legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Sell them out. So they want to make sure that they have uh, all their music interests taken care of before they go, and they want to cash in big time one yeah, last time. Yeah, and it's kind of one last, one last giant brag, right? The Stones haven't sold their catalog yet. Keith Richards says, quote, Mick and I have not spoken about it on a serious level. I don't know if we're ready to sell our catalog. We might drag it out a bit and put some more stuff in it. The only thing about selling your catalog, it's a sign of getting old. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first sign. Hey, man, they're still going. Stones back on tour. Their tour resumes in Europe starting June 1st with a date in Madrid, Spain. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. And Jim, you sent me this story. Is this a solution for me having to get my vasectomy? <laughs> Perhaps. Depends, depends uh, you know, what you're feeling. But yes, it's finally, you know, it's not here yet, but it seems to be just around the corner in the future here. Male birth control pill coming soon. 99% effective on mice so far. And the human Good enough trials. for me. <laughs> I'm in. But yeah, now they're testing on humans. They went through the mice trial and uh, things went well and it was 99% effective. And then once the mice stopped taking the birth control pills, they could continue to have kids. I think six weeks after they started like, uh, they started being potent again, I guess. 
Oh, did the did the mice know what was going on? Because they were probably for a time there like this is awesome. I've hooked, <laughs> I've hooked up with so many mice and I haven't gotten any of them pregnant. And I thought cheese was great. <laughs> and next thing you know, they take the pill away and you've got 150 kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss my bachelor days in the maze. <laughs> oh yeah, I, 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 the old wheel, the old wheel of <laughs> mouse Tinder. They uh, the way it kind of works, so it targets the male sex hormone um, and uh, eliminates it for a short period of time. So testosterone? Would that be testosterone? Yeah, Um, be testosterone. Here's the thing, though. You know, it's it's weird. All the, you know, a lot of girls in high school started taking the pill and, uh, and then as I got older, I started reading more about about the pill, and apparently, like, uh, there's a lot of side effects, like blood clots, there's uh, hormone issues later in life, like a lot yeah. of not great things uh, about birth control, and I think thing, the public perception of female birth control is slowly shifting away from that method, because it has a lot of danger. So I don't know if guys are should be ready to jump on board here right away. Cause, cause if it, you know, the trials could go great, and then ten years down the road, we go, oh yeah, turns out uh, balls are shrinking out here, or something, something <laughs> weird is happening, you know. What you're saying is I should not be an early adapter. I should <laughs> yeah. wait and see how things go. I would give like a five to ten year buffer zone on <laughs> With at the least. human trials. Yeah. But if you know, if women are willing to make that sacrifice and they're willing to deal with side effects, then why shouldn't men be in that conversation as well? If if you're in a relationship and somebody needs to be on birth control. Why wouldn't you yeah, make, I, it, make it an option for the man to be on birth control? Exactly, but also, there's a problem with the birth... You know, it's like, who's going to take one for the team, I guess, but still, somebody is taking one for the team. And that's right. probably not best-case scenario. Right. So you think I should still go ahead with the snipperoonie? Unless, like, you guys think you might have a third child somewhere down the road, maybe? What I would like is a pill to be developed that makes my hair grow back on the top of my head and one of the side effects is it makes me sterile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be... Give me some of that. That would be the dream pill. Yeah. I'd, <laughs> I'd be asking my doctor to write the prescription today. <laughs> Two birds. And now, the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. peacock. It's time for sports with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. March Madness, the Sweet 16 getting underway. And Devin Peacock, could your bracket be any more busted? (laughs) I hate this stupid tournament so much. (laughs) Smash cut from last week, eh, Dev Talk? Yes, March Madness is here. It's the Who most am I going to spend all my Warren Buffett money? <laughs> it's the most exciting <laughs> tournament in sports. I love it. You're not doing well, though, pal. No, no, I'm not. It's 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 going real bad, guys. This is like uh, this is this is kind of like you know uh, you know I'm I'm in I'm in bad shape over here. So not only did the team I picked to win lose, uh, Gonzaga also lost. I had Gonzaga winning this round then losing the next round. The problem with that was the team I picked to beat Gonzaga next round also lost this round. So everything is just completely out the window. You're done. Who's moving forward? Any other big surprises? I know your 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 boys, the St. Pete's Peacocks from New Jersey, 
are playing today. The Peacocks uh, play tonight. The big story of the tournament is Duke. Uh, Duke won last night. This is Coach K's last run in March Madness. If you do not like Duke, then do not watch the Elite Eight moving forward because it's going to be all Duke all the time. The story uh, for March Madness right now. But uh, yeah, the Peacocks, I, I, again, I don't want to jinx the Peacocks. So I, I feel like maybe I should root against them. But then if that... If I'm rooting against them, then I'm really rooting for them. So I should root for them, or maybe I should just not watch it all and just go back to. Uh, well, we <laughs> I'll, can, I'll just go back to watching soccer or something. We can be realistic about this. The Peacocks, they should lose, but they should have lost the last game and the game before that. So who knows what could happen? Man, this tournament is the best. Don't you love it, Dev? I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Cocoon. Taz and Jim, here's a story to keep an eye on. Toronto police officer in hospital with serious injuries after accidentally shooting himself. God, that would be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Happened, uh, well, officers were near Fairview Mall near Don Mills Road and Shepherd Avenue East in North York. Uh, Spokesperson for Toronto Police say the officer was taken to hospital in serious but non-life-threatening condition. Condition is now list, listed as stable, according to the police. We don't know exactly what happened or or how this this ended up happening, but uh, curious to find out. Yeah, I don't know what caused the accidental discharge, but I know it went. Th- the bullet I think went through his hand and leg, Aye. which he got shot twice. Then, kind of. Yeah, you know what I mean. And the leg can be a scary thing. I know in movies, it's like in an action movie, if you get shot in the hand or the leg, they're like, oh, no big deal. Shake Put a tie it around it. Right. <laughs> you know, I'll just tear off a piece of my T-shirt and make a little tourniquet and, yeah. <laughs> and keep fighting the bad guys. But the leg can be a freaky a freaky thing with all the arteries and stuff oh, in there. Yeah. If you hit an artery, it's bad news. What was the one movie? Oh, Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down, where the guy gets shot in the artery and they're trying to do surgery on him in the battlefield. Ugh, yeah. No, no thanks. Terrifying. Well, it's good news that the officer is in stable condition, uh, hopefully makes a full recovery, and uh, our friends at Global News are following that story. So if we find out exactly what happened, the Special Investigations Unit is looking into it. We'll have that information for you at globalnews.ca. Cage the elephant, mess around. When I hear that song, I'm reminded of the... Uh, the the Tonight Show, uh, that song they sing, Will Ferrell and Jimmy Fallon. My tight pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody talking about my, my tight, tight pants. pants. Yeah, my tight pants. <laughs> I got my tight pants on. What does that have to do with that song? But it just has the same kind of feel, right? It's like uh, kind of an old nah. 60s kind <laughs> okay, of feel. Yeah, like, yeah. Everybody's okay. talking about my tight pants. <laughs> my tight pants. I got my tight pants on. <laughs> I wish I had tighter pants on today. Do you? I do, because I've misplaced my good belt. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's your bad belt like? Is it like all bent, or what's the difference between your good belt and your bad belt? My bad belt no longer fits me. Oh, yeah, that's the worst-case scenario. It's just a little too tight. I'm on the last uh, last hole. (laughs) Just Uh, barely hanging on. the bad belt. It's fine until I sit down, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, there. I, so I'm no belt today, Jim. Yeah. You, you may see a little uh 
I wore the I wore the good underwear though. Just okay, in case the show underwear. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. Did you put on a lot of weight during the last COVID two years? Uh, maybe fifteen pounds. Yeah, I put on twenty. I Did lost, you really? I lost, well. Yeah, I was 192 at one point. I'm back down to 176. Yeah, 192. But when you're walking around 170 for <laughs> 10 years, it's, I didn't even think I was that big. I just stepped on a scale out of curiosity. I was like, okay, this is not good. Yeah. But I'm back down to 176. The heaviest I got, I'm six foot two. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, heaviest I got was 230. 230. Like in the last couple of years or in your life? Like in my life, yeah. and it was in the last couple oh, of years. Oh, okay. It was about six months ago. I was 230. Mm-hmm. And now I'm probably about 223, 224. Trending in the right direction? Trending in the right direction. You want to do it the right way. You know, I don't want to just dehydrate myself. No to drop shortcuts. Some no. <laughs> Anybody can do that. Yeah, I, I want to get to the point where my bad belt is my good belt again. <laughs> I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, peacock, cock, Here we go with sports. Devin Peacock is our sports guy, and he joins us. Oh, boy. Are we getting the, the horse ahead of the cart here, Dev, with the uh, the soccer talk yesterday? Cart ahead of the horse. Are we getting the sock ahead of the shoe? <laughs> <laughs> I think you got your cart in front of the horse in that saying. What did I say? Horse in front of the cart. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually That'd be proper. Check with any Mennonite. That's how it's supposed to go. <laughs> are we getting the horse in front of the cart here, Dev, or what? Our horses are in the right position. No one has to worry about Canada moving forward here. They did not make the World Cup last night. They probably could have had they just tied Costa Rica because a lot of what else needed to happen had they not won also happened because uh, last night there was uh, Honduras tied and if Canada had tied against Costa Rica they would have gone through they didn't even have to win a win is the easiest way to move forward but they didn't of course they had uh, a player get two yellow cards very early in the match they played 10 men down and that was the story of the game they put on a a strong push in the second half to make it interesting, but it wasn't enough. They played Jamaica on Sunday. That's their next opportunity to make it. Even if they were to completely, you know, not win again, tie, really struggle down the road here, down the stretch, they are still in a strong position. If you think they are going to go through the entire qualification period and not lose once at all, I think it's a little unrealistic. They're in a fine, perfect position. People should not be freaking out right now. Jim, you're a little frustrated as a soccer fan watching the highlights from this game. Well, I'm a fan. Like I've, I've played soccer my whole life. I love playing soccer. I don't watch it that much, but every time I do, I start shaking my head. I realize why Canadians have a... A lot of Canadians don't like to watch soccer because, case in point, this second yellow card this guy got... Here, I'll show you, Taz. I have the replay up here. Uh-huh. It's just, you know, when two people are walking down the halls of a high high school and then the one guy like shoulders the other guy they hits him in the shoulder it was a very mild version of that look at this this is it's like in between plays the whistle's blown they 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 tap shoulders like people do walking past each other on the street the guy from costa rica falls down covers his face it's Aren't just, the Oscars this weekend? Because I think that guy should be nominated for Best Actor. Like the Canadian guy had no reason. He, he just, it's something you don't do to give a guy an excuse to fall down. But geez, man. Yeah. 
Come on. And you can imagine how many Canadians new. are watching that and being like, oh, this is, I'm going to get into soccer this year. Nope. Would you be complaining, though, if, uh, if the Canadian player had drawn the yellow card in that same scenario? I mean, I'd still be disappointed in him. But it, not as disappointed. But it, it's like it's like when one of your, you, you know it's not right, but you, know, you just don't say anything. <laughs> well, at least we're not Italy, guys. Can you believe Italy, for the second time in a row, has been eliminated from the World Cup before the tournament even starts? And it's funny because uh, Italy won Euro 2020. So you have this really interesting dichotomy where uh, they can't be making the World Cups, but they can win in other ways. If I were an Italian soccer fan, I would be, if I had hair, I would be pulling it out because this is just, uh, it's embarrassing Italy, you've embarrassed yourself. I'm sure they're not too upset about it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, for for the Canadian-Italian community, you still got a a horse in front of the cart here, folks. (laughs) You still have a team to cheer for. Canada versus Jamaica. BMO Field, nice if the qualifying happens on Canadian soil. BMO Field, 4 o'clock against Jamaica on Sunday. Make sure you tune in and watch that game. Thanks, Dev. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. And I'm I'm feeling for the Italian football fans out there today. They are not going to be in the World Cup eliminated before the tournament even starts by North Macedonia yesterday. They could not catch a break in that game. And what makes it even more bizarre is they just won the Euro soccer tournament. Uh, They had a bunch of injuries, right? Like uh, last night. So that didn't help the probably, situation. Yeah, yeah. Bunch of guys out anyway. But still, to go from uh, victory mm-hmm. at the Euro to not qualifying for the World Cup, you assume that the nation of Italy would be devastated. Why don't we find out here? I got the number for a sports store in Rome. Okay. Decathlon is the name of the store. Let's give them a call and see how Italy is feeling today. Hello. Hello. How are you? Fine, thanks. Who are we speaking with? Little English. Okay, ask me. We are Taz and Jim. We're calling from Canada. Yeah, I understand. Okay. We, uh, we're just wondering how the Italian soccer fans are doing over there, uh, the football fans after the loss yesterday. Okay, I'm sorry, but we have called uh, a Decathlon, a store Decathlon. A sporting goods store, right? Yeah. Yeah. We figured, what product do you, do you need? Do you, do you sell Italian football jerseys? No, we don't have here, only online, but receive the product in the store. Okay, are they on sale today? Clearance sale? So, sorry, but I don't hear here. Do you sell North Macedonia jerseys? I don't know, but uh, we have uh, another seven decathlon in Italy. Okay. In Rome. Well, we we just wanted to call pass this along to anyone who comes into the sporting goods store. Uh, we wanted to invite Italian football fans to cheer for Canada in the World Cup. Since Italy's not going to be there, we thought uh, you guys would be more than welcome on our bandwagon, okay? Okay, but uh, I don't understand uh, your question. Okay, World Cup, football, Italy, no. Okay, in, decathlon, <laughs> in this decathlon store, no. 
Is everybody Lisa, upset there, though? Is anyone crying because your soccer team I lost? Don't know. You, you, cho- you choose the product and the catalog. Uh huh. And choose the store. Okay. Uh, thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Ciao. Bye bye. Bye bye. Ciao. <laughs> My Italian is so bad that I, all I said was ciao, and she started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> ciao. <laughs> but I think that's a very nice thing to do. I have a lot of Italian friends, and growing up, Canada was never in the World Cup. Italy would be, and they'd invite me over for big meals and say that I, I was more than welcome to cheer for their team. Mm-hmm. So, Italians. Let's get at it. Yeah, what else are you going to do? <laughs> now we just need Canada to beat Jamaica on Sunday to qualify for the World Cup. But 4 o'clock, BMO Field, big game. This could be, uh, this could be pretty sweet for Canada. Mm-hmm. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.